It is Friday, December 9th at 1240. A little bit of a lunchtime quick cast. Uh, I want to first apologize for being selfish this week. I was, uh, I was indisposed. I was out uh, working on my job that actually makes money and out on the West Coast. And if you, some of you live out there, you know how hard it is to kind of keep on um, East Coast time on one half of your life and West Coast on another. Uh, it was difficult and everything's a little bit harder logistically when I travel. So uh, I apologize for not being able to give thoughts right away. <clears throat> Obviously, I'm very aware of what's been happening this week. Tried to keep up as much as I could. Um, and I'll talk about it here. Talk about a little bit of uh, thoughts as we look ahead. And a handsome hour preview. Handsome happy hour preview today. So you're going to get double the boiled sports team if you like that sort of thing. Um, first, before I do it, let me thank our sponsors. Thanks to Martin Vintage. Go over to Martin Vintage. Head over there, martinvintage.com. Get a t-shirt, get a sweatshirt, enter boiled at checkout, get 15% off. You might... Yeah, you'll you'll still get it if you if you buy it today, you'll still get it for uh, for a Christmas gift. So get your get your last minute Christmas shopping done. Do it now so you don't feel panicked. It's just advice from an old guy. Second thing, when you're on campus, head over to AJ's on Vine, eataj's.com. Um, order ahead if you'd like to just get right in, sit down, have the food right away, not wait. But if you don't like to do it that way. Enjoy the ambiance, enjoy the televisions, enjoy the good company and the people that work there. They got some good people at AJ's, uh, headed over there, AJ's on Vine, burgers, beer, and beef. Um, so here, uh, my thoughts on Jeff Brom leaving. We all saw it coming. That's, that's maybe the biggest overarching thing, and there's been confirmation of multiple factors around that since, I think things will continue to come out, but... If you're reading up, if you're gobbling up all the information you can, like I am, um, you're you're kind of hearing some themes. One of them, of course, is that he had one foot in West Lafayette and one in Louisville. He uh, obviously he never sold his house down there, but bigger than that, sounds like parts of his family were still living down there. His direct family, meaning uh, the people that live in his house, were living in Louisville, living life there. Uh, that's a hard life to live. In his defense. Um, also, his bigger, his more extended family, his dad, his brothers, his, uh, I, I'm, I assume there are many more people involved, all were pulling him back towards Louisville hard. Um, I told you guys that I played in a golf outing with Oscar Brom, not last summer, the summer before with uh, our pals from uh, PU Falls Cities. They were nice enough to, to host me and allow me to play. So I played with Oscar after the meal, after the, the round I ate with Greg Brom, both super nice guys, uh, really fun day. But one, there are a couple things that, that kept coming up with Oscar. And one is he loves his boys. I think I said this, he loves them. He's uh, a very proud dad. Um, He's an older gentleman like my dad, um, and uh, his memory is not as good as my dad's, it seems, because some of the things he said about uh, Jeff's numbers on paper, like his 4440, uh, weren't exactly right. But he's, he's very proud of his sons, and the other thing is he's very proud of Louisville, and he considers them still, even you know when they were kind of entrenched at Purdue, they were still entrenched at Louisville. Mike Babinski... Had had the best uh, news for us. I think if you're if you're a guy like me, then and and you look at the Brom news as bad news initially, and it was tough to swallow initially, even though you knew it was coming. Um, then I liked hearing what Babinski said. He went to him right away when he said, "Hey, 
how, what's I'll write you a check and, and let me know how much time, you know, how many, how many years, how many, how many dollars would keep you here at Purdue? And he said, both Jeff and he understood that that wasn't, it wasn't about money or security there. It was about getting back home. That, that's some salve in the wound for Purdue fans, but it's really not, it doesn't feel very good still. I said it in my little blurb uh, after Brom was officially gone, um, that it smarts and it really does. I can relate with the idea of wanting to be home. I moved back, I moved to the East Coast after college, came back home with my wife because this is where she wanted to be. Completely understand the thought process there. It's obviously a very different thing when you are making that much money because you can you can even charter a plane. You can get on a plane and go home easily and Louisville is not far from West Lafayette. And it's just that there's a lot of things that that make my analogy fall apart pretty quickly as a as a shoe designer who was living in Boston, who was making hardly any money, could barely make rent back when I was hired in 97, um, to a guy who is truly in the elite class with the amount of money he's making. He still kept a level head. I'm not saying he's elitist, but a level-headed guy. But still, <clears throat> my analogy falls apart a little bit, and uh, the comparison falls apart as well. But the the thing I want to start doing is I'm starting, I, I started days ago forging for it. I'm like, all right, enough. Uh, I don't mourn things like this very long. There's no reason to mourn him at all. He didn't want to be here. Let him go. And um, I want people that are involved at Purdue to really feel like I do about it. They may be pie in the sky, but I want them to want to be Boilermakers. I want them to want to be here. And, um, and I appreciate when they do. I think it makes, I think it makes the product better. I think it makes the family sense uh, a little bit better and people should be where they want to be, whether it's, you know, in a region of the country, a city, wherever, <clears throat> especially coaches, they should be where they're, they're fed. They're, they're a bit like creatives, like in my field. Here's another part of that analogy where if you're inspired, you do better work and maybe he needed to be further inspired. Uh, I've got a couple theories. I don't know if I'll talk to you about them during the handsome hour, but I will tell you, we have a handsome hour coming this afternoon, Friday, December 9th at right around 4.15 Mark your calendars, put a note on your desk. <clears throat> We're going to have a, a little uh, handsome happy hour, get together to talk about some more of our thoughts. But before we do that, let me give you my thoughts on something that you may not care about, but you're here, so maybe you do care. I've got my top three coaches. I'm going to expound upon this later, but I'm going to tell you who my top three candidates are. It sounds like Babinski's going um, aggressive, and he's looking at a lot of bigger name guys and guys that are... <clears throat> In, in jobs currently. It used to be Purdue really couldn't afford, like if you go back, uh, Boiled Sports has been around a long time. Been around since November of 06. So we've been through three coaching search searches. This is the third. Um, and Jay sent me a link of one of my original coaching searches, which is funny. Some of the names went on to be great. Some of them went on to not do anything. Um, and some of them are kind of still kind of hanging around which is pretty weird. Um, but here are my th top three coaches, and there's a reason behind each of them. I'll expound about it, upon it this afternoon. But, but right now, uh, my, my number one is Kalen DeBeer <clears throat> at Washington. The reason he's my number one is because his immense amount of success and the fact that football guys say he gets it. That's a bit like Jeff Brom. The reputation is um, DeBeer is somebody who knows how to run a program, knows how to uh, call plays, knows how to set up a team. Plus, it'd be comedic amazingly awesome stuff if Penix came with him and I could make Penix jokes all the time. That'd be great. Um, but that's just, that's just ancillary. It's just one season. 
got to look at the big scheme, the grand scheme of things. I still think he'd be a great hire. My second one, and he may be my one A, not even a number two, is uh, Clawson from Wake Forest, Dave Clawson. The reason I like him a lot is they won 10 games one year ago at Wake Forest. And I think before that, they had either eight or nine. This guy has, once he gets his, his system in place, very he's a very consistent coach, and he's doing it in a very difficult place. Wake Forest has legit academic parameters that are tough they also have facilities parameters that are uh, a little bit different like they're com- they're recruiting against clemson uh they're recruiting against big time programs tennessee really they're not that far away from them either so they're recruiting in a in a area where it's it's tough to get players to come there and he still found a way to get guys there who have helped push his program along i think there's some similarities at purdue in that um Purdue doesn't really get near the edges of the rules, typically. Uh, the culture pushes back when you do. So I think he's dealt with some tough parameters. That's why I like Dave Clawson. Um, also, uh, looks good in black and gold. Finally, Chris Kleeman. Um, uh, his ability to turn around Kansas State. And um, I, really, I guess he didn't really turn him around. But he, he inherited Snyder's program. On Snyder had kind of righted the ship. But he had to put his thumbprint on it and make it better. Plus, his record as a coach is fantastic. If you haven't read the coaching search stuff from the guys, please do go to boiledsports.com handle that. Uh, there's, it's really simple to, to see it. It's everywhere on the website and there's some very good thoughts. Funny thing to me on Twitter is when one of those links would come along, people would say, no, thanks. I'm out. Or they, they didn't even read. They didn't even click. All you have to do is click breeze the first couple sentences and you'll figure out how deep the the research was, how uh, serious the name was, that sort of thing. It makes me laugh that people can't even click a link anymore. We've gone from the blogger era where we were, you know, back 15, 16 years ago, where people read small articles, small posts, to the Twitter era, where now you can't even read through 140 characters, and now we're in this video era that, that I love because, you know, my face, I got a face for video, as you guys know. Um, where you can't even read anything. Um, and I'm not talking about you, I'm talking about me too. It's really a cultural shift and it's, it's not great, but there's some pretty good stuff on that site. And if you don't know this, this is like Anisha's favorite thing in the world, I think. He's a super smart guy, but he loves the coaching carousel. I don't think he loves it really when Purdue's involved and he surely didn't want to see Brom leave, but he kind of headed this thing up. He's very, very good at it. He's He's good at researching deeply. I think there's some guys we kept off that we thought either were goofy or we really didn't want them at Purdue. But there are a couple of names that I'd say that aren't on there that that uh, may have slipped through the cracks. It'd be really interesting if one of the guys we didn't put on there got the job because we've been so thorough. Um, but yeah, it's uh, we'll see what happens. I think we're going to know if I were a betting man early next week who Babinski and company have hired. I have a ton of faith in Mike Babinski. Uh, Babinski, Babinski, Babinski. Sorry, it's too good to not do it. So uh, thanks to everybody for tuning in. I see that I've got uh, viewers, but I do not see the comments section for some reason. And I'm just going to call that. I think that makes it easy to call it a day. If you are commenting, I apologize because I can't see them. But that's kind of the wonder of YouTube. Some days the interface just doesn't work. So do appreciate you listening live. I appreciate you listening tape. And I hope you can tune in this afternoon for a handsome happy hour at right around 4.15. Um, should be a ton of fun. And um, uh, we'll, have, we'll, we'll have deeper thoughts about the world, the way we see things, 
and, uh, uh, and we'll chat a bit. God bless you. Hammer down. Talk to you soon. See ya.